So the big question is this, how are chiropractors like us who are juggling life as a doctor, business person, and entrepreneur, we're spending money from our own pockets. How do we find the secrets in our industry that will help us serve more people, see bigger results, and not go broke in the process? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Bo, and welcome to The Chiropractic Secret. What's up, guys? Dr. Bo here, and welcome to The Chiropractic Secrets. All right, so today I'm going to be talking about a topic that I guarantee no other chiropractic podcast has even talked about, and that is the field of dentistry. That's right. You may be wondering, why are you as a chiropractor talking about dentistry? Well, let me give you guys a little bit of insight, and for those of you who follow us on Circle of Docs or follow me personally on social media, you will know that a few weeks ago, I actually went to one of the largest dental conventions. It's called CDA, and it stands for California Dental Association, and it was held down in Anaheim, California. Now, I want to set the scene for you so you kind of understand what I was going to and looking for and really trying to kind of figure out, I guess you would say as why I went to this convention. So first off, complete disclaimer here, I am starting a, another company and I don't want to tell you guys quite yet what it is because I really believe it's going to change a lot of lives and it's going to really revolutionize the way that doctors are represented and are doing online business. But I'm going to save that for a different day. But all I can tell you is that uh, one of my teams is actually in the dental field. So I wanted to go down and meet with them and uh, have some conversations and kind of see how uh, they run their company from a trade show perspective. But on an overarching perspective, and more importantly, the reason that I went to this dental convention is for a couple of reasons. So the first one is, is this, that first there were 25,000 25, dentists that were present at this convention. Not to mention an additional 12,000 what they call like what would be our chiropractic assistants or our dental assistants or they call them their RDAs. And what I wanted to see is I wanted to see what a convention of that size actually looks like, how it moves, how it operates, what do the dental booths look like, what do the speakers look like, what do the stages look like, what kind of venue is, you know, 30 plus thousand people look like to hold, you know, cause I'm, I've been in practice for about 10 years now. And what I've noticed is this, is that I hear a lot of doctors, you know, say, Hey Bo, back in the day when Parker seminars was great, we had 15,000 people attend back in the day when DE was amazing, you know, 8,000 chiropractors would attend and that's great. But guess what? If you're a younger doctor and I'm saying younger and I still put myself in that kind of 
quotation, air quotation marks, I've never seen 15,000 chiropractors in one place at one time. I've seen 5,000. I've seen 3,500 at places like CalJam and, of course, at like Parker, who's making an amazing resurgence. But I've never seen 15,000. And I certainly have never seen 25 or 35,000. So I'm in the, the big belief that if you want to go somewhere and do something that has never been done before, you need to learn from someone else that is or has done it in the past. Matter of fact, I learned this little uh, life hack, so to speak, from Tony Robbins. And he said, there's only two ways to gain more education. And that is either with time or with money. And you either are going to do, spend a lot of time going and really building slowly year by year, year by year, or with money. And that's where you can invest in going and seeing, like I, like I was, went and seeing different conventions that hold this amount of people or being coached by a coach who has seen a larger vo- volume of patients than you are. So only time or money, those are your two. So in this circumstance, I chose money. I said, I want to go and see what 30,000 dentists look like. So I want to kind of give you guys a few of my insights, so to speak, of the dental field first off. So the first insight in which I will find and you will find extremely uh, amusing is that dentists have the same struggles that we as chiropractors have, both Interprofessionally and extra professionally. Now, let me explain what I mean. So, it's so funny because, as you guys know, everyone would say that chiropractors are the most bickering, backstabbing, talk behind your back, talk down to you profession in the world. I mean, all you got to do is flip on any Facebook feed and tell somebody the way to adjust or the way to diagnose, and you'll have 85 haters right below it, right? Well, the same exact thing, guys, exists in dentistry. Matter of fact, it may be even worse because their field is even that much bigger. So to think, number one, that it's only chiropractors that fight or it's only chiropractors that have these sorts of issues, completely wrong. Basically, anybody that has differing opinions is going to have a field with differing opinions. So I just was laughing as I was hearing you know, different people you know, kind of smirk and talk underneath their breaths at these seminars where they're saying like, oh, well, this is the way you, you know, maybe do a root canal or you take care of a certain cavity or, you know, use uh, luminaires or what have you. And you could hear the doctors, well, that's not how I do it. And that's the wrong technique. And I'm just, I was laughing. So I was like, wow, the same exact thing exists in dentistry as it does in uh, chiropractic. Now, the second thing that I've also noticed and was very, very clear is that dentists by a large majority are just like chiropractors in their entrepreneurial spirit. You know, not a lot of dentists work for big conglomerates like a Kaiser or like a Blue Cross or a Blue Shield or a big hospital like a lot of medical doctors do. So the entrepreneurial spirit is very, very high in the world of dentistry. So you have the same types of business persons, businessman and businesswoman, who's looking not only to increase their amount of knowledge and education in their actual profession, like doing surgeries or extracting teeth or using the latest products, but also in their entrepreneurial and business spirit as well. So as I was walking around, it was really, really interesting to me to encounter and talk to a lot of these doctors and asking them about business principles and how they run their business. And it's all the 
same exact stuff, guys. It's all about how can I maximize my amount of uh, return on investment, right? They're talking about the same things. How many patients do I have to see to meet my overhead? How many patients should I, should I need to, to see? How many new ones do I, quote unquote, need to put in to you know hit a certain goal or you know, they're looking at things like the Invisalign, uh, Invisalign, you guys know, I'm sure what that is. It's like the, you know, the clear braces that you wear on in your teeth. And they're talking about how much money a, a dentist will make on every single pair of Invisalign that they give. And it was so incredibly interesting because I'm like, wow, this is exactly the same stuff that chiropractors uh, deal with and talk about it every single um, every single seminar that we go to. So first off, like I said, I wanted to see the size of the industry. I also wanted to see kind of how dentists move. What is their mindset? You know, and like I said, they are very very entrepreneurial. They're very very business minded as well. Um, and then also see kind of somewhat some of the nuances were. Now the big nuance that I obviously saw first off is that dentists typically view things as very business-like. You know, I think there's a lot of people in chiropractic who say, you know what, I would adjust anyone for free. You know, we ran, I've heard people talking about this box on the wall practice where people just literally put money in a box based upon how they feel that day or, you know, how much they want to give back to the doctor. And I would say that that is very, very unlikely in the world of dentistry. You know, it's very bottom line, you know, dollars and cents spreadsheet type of thing where chiropractors are still very, very uh, energetic, I would say, in a lot of ways or a a lot of – you know, they really just want to kind of do right. Their main objective is not necessarily to make a lot of money. So I, I would say that's kind of a huge difference in uh, just the philosophy of dentistry and in chiropractic. But moreover, what I want to kind of give you guys is a couple of insights that I found that I think every doctor can use right now. So as I was walking around all of the, I mean, they have amazing booths, guys. Like if you think like Crest, Colgate, Invisalign, water pick. These are huge, huge booths. I bet each of these booths, 50 to a hundred thousand dollars is what these companies were investing in each of these booths. And it was really cool because what they actually provided was an experience. So for instance, I went through the crest experience and for those of you guys who know what Crest or Crest toothpaste is, what you would do is you would go up to the beginning of a booth and the booths are huge. They're probably like 30 feet by 30, no, even bigger than that, maybe 30 yards by 30 yards are huge, 100, 200 square feet, huge things, right? And I was like, all right, I want to learn more about your toothpaste. Well, they had a person not only tell me about the toothpaste, but they actually had me walk inside this huge, like circular rotunda type of thing. And they had me go like station by station as they educated me or gave me their pitch, so to speak, about, you know, their latest research that they're doing about the latest toothbrush that they're using, the the latest uh, toothpaste, the latest floss, what have you, as you're going through this whole entire experience. At the end of the experience, experience, they had inside the rotunda 25 different sinks with medicine cabinets above it. So think about you being at a sink and looking up uh, uh, at yourself in a mirror with a medicine cabinet and you're opening up the medicine cabinet and every single product that that company uses is all right there. And there's a person walking around and just saying, hey, what would you like to try? 
And you can try any toothpaste, any toothbrush, anything that you would like to. Brush your teeth, look at it, inspect it, open it, keep it, throw it in your bag, whatever you want. They wanted to provide you with an experience. And then after that, you actually walked out and they had this huge Q&A section where the founders, the scientists, etc., were all sitting around and asking questions where doctors could be like, you know, what is the you know, I think I remember uh, one of the question was, um, you know, what toothpaste penetrates four millimeters below the gum line? And people are raising their hand. They say, oh, it's the gum detoxifying toothpaste. And like, that's correct. And they were giving away TVs. They were giving away Amazon gift cards. They were giving away Starbucks cards. They were giving away Panera Break. I mean, they're giving away all kinds of stuff to attract people over to their booths, obviously, so they could, you know, teach them, quote unquote, about their different products and services. Now, why is that important? Because I believe as we as chiropractic is going to kind of shift and move into the next generation, we are going to have to focus a little bit more heavily on experiences. And I say that from the doctor side of it, but also from a person that owns a company within chiropractic because people are now learning more from experiences and from stories than they ever have before. You know, I will say that I really thought I was going to read a lot of research and I was going to walk up and they were going to hand me like literally like pieces of paper. If you're watching this on Facebook, you're seeing me give you pieces of paper here saying, Hey, look, here is the latest research. Here is what the studies are showing because that's what happens in chiropractic, right? You go, to up to a, like I say, a CBP. And I love CBP guys indeed and everybody, but they're like saying, Hey, look, read this research that's showing, you know, that what we do helps change the curvature of the spine. Or you go to uh, like a pro adjuster booth or an activator booth and there's smattering of research that's up there. Well, that's all different in, in dentistry. It's all based upon experiences and stories. And you're hearing stories from patients. You're hearing stories from doctors who have done different procedures and the outcomes that are associated with it. So I thought that was incredibly insightful that we as practitioners are learning now more from story than we are from actually research. Now, obviously that can be good and bad, but I'm just wanting to convey kind of how in the world of dentistry it's being done. Now, the last thing I want to kind of talk to you guys about is that at this convention, there was very, 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 uh, industry specific niches. Now, what I mean by that is that they had whole sections of their trade show floor uh, designed just for the niche. So for instance, they had a huge section, probably, I don't even know how to, how big it was. It was if you've ever been to Cal Jam, it would be like an entire rotunda bottom or bottom level. Uh, and it, it's ju- and it was just for pediatrics, everything pediatrics. So all of the tables, all of the lights, all of the x-ray equipment, all of the, you know, the little tools that they use to, for the cavities and all like the little things like that. There was a huge, just for pediatrics. The same thing was happening with like an Invisalign for people that are doing dental implants, for people that are doing uh, oral surgery surgery. And there was like these sections. So if you were a pediatric dentist, you just went to that section and you got all of the different companies that were basically in your niche. And inside of that, there was also some really cool opportunities where speakers and dentists were giving stories, obviously about the products and services that were being offered, where a lot of doctors were just sitting and listening and becoming more educated about that specific 
industry niche. And I thought, man, what a great idea and great opportunity for chiropractic uh, to do the same thing. So I just want to kind of finish it up here. I know it's been about 15 minutes. If you guys are listening to this right now, thank you so much. And I want the big takeaway right now for you as a doctor who's listening to this is to know this. Number one, I am wholeheartedly 100,000% in as far as trying to grow our practice. Matter of fact, you guys probably know, now we have a book club. If you guys are not part of the Circle of Docs book club, go to circleofdocs.com slash book club where every single month we are reading a book together and then talking about it, discussing it, doing some live webinars. You guys know we're coming out with some amazing business training for the chiropractors, different ways to get your practice up off the ground, to grow your practice, then ultimately how to scale your practice. This podcast, which I do at least once a week here, And also, I'm desperately working with all of our leaders in our profession because I really believe, guys, now that I've seen what the next level looks like, I know what 30,000 dentists look like. I know how to take chiropractic to that next level as well. And I'm so, so incredibly excited about it. Now, I want to leave you guys with this one last thing. I had an opportunity to actually go to lunch and to dinner with groups of dentists. And I only had one question for them. What is your perspective of chiropractic? And I want to tell you guys, you guys are kicking ass because not one dentist had anything bad to say about chiropractic. Not one. It was incredible to me. I thought I was going to hear a smattering of stuff like, ah, you guys are good or you guys only do, you know, neck pain, right? No, guys. These dentists, they understood what we did. Now, they understand it at a little bit of a different level because they are always talking about like, you know, TMJ, neck pain, headaches, migraines, those types of things. But what they understood is this, is that what we do works, the patients that they send us get better, and the patients that return back to them have nothing but great things to say about chiropractic. Matter of fact, a lot of them were saying, man, if I would have known what you guys do, I would have even considered becoming a chiropractor versus becoming a dentist. And I thought, why? Why would you say that? And they said, it's really, on. to be honest with you, Bo, we're inside the mouths of so many people every single day. We don't get to see the miracles that you guys get to see on a daily basis in practice. And that really, guys, just hit me right in the face. So my, my closing remarks for this podcast are this. Number one, guys, we're doing a great job as a profession, and we're going to continue to do a better job every single day. Secondly, I want you guys to know that I am out in the weeds every single week, weekend, trying to find ways for us to grow our profession. And I'm going to bring all of those insights back to you guys and share them with you so you can take all of those nuggets and start applying them in your practice. Because I believe the only way that chiropractic grows is by our current chiropractors growing and being more successful, more successful financially, more successful professionally, more successful as a person as well as a leader. And then lastly, guys, I've seen it. I know it's like if you've ever gone somewhere and said, man, that's where I want to live. That's the community that I need to live in because those are all the things that I want for myself and my family. That's exactly how I feel right now about our profession. I can see it. I can taste it. I was there. I could grasp it. I could feel it. And guys, we are so close, so incredibly close. We're closer than you ever you ever thought possible. So yes, we have our, our problems. Yes, dentists have our, their problems as well. But let's just kind of work together and let's take this thing up to the next level. All right, guys. I hope you guys have an amazing day out in practice. I'm actually just getting ready to start my practice right now. 
Um, yeah, we got a full boat ahead of us. By the way, guys, if you guys didn't know, I am an in-practice doctor as well. So I have three other associates here in my practice, but I'm still in the trenches because that's what I love to do. I love serving patients. I love serving my community and helping people out. All right, have a good one, guys. I will talk to you later. Bye now. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Chiropractic Secrets. To join our tribe, go to circleofdocs.com, and we look forward to serving you next time.